0: Welcome to Sausage on a Fork, a podcast dedicated to the UK's longest-running children's drama programme, Grange Hill. My name's Neil, and in each episode I'll interview a former cast member about their life before, during and after their time on the programme. The world of Grange Hill was saddened recently when we heard the news that Gwyneth Powell had passed away on the 8th of September, the same day as Queen Elizabeth II. Gwyneth played Mrs Bridget the Midget McCluskey for 11 series from 1981 to 1991 and made the character a British television icon. Before Grange Hill, Gwyneth had been a member of the National Youth Theatre and also trained to be a teacher before taking up acting full time, joining Connor's Repertory Theatre and later Bristol Old Vic. Gwyneth's early television appearances included The Guardians, Zed Cars, Emmerdale Farm, Dixon of Dock Green and Coronation Street. In 1980, Colin Kant offered her a part in a programme called Grange Hill. As it was a children's programme, she rang her brother to ask if his children knew anything about it. She was immediately told that she had to play the part of Mrs McCluskey, and a legend was born. During her time at Grange Hill, Mrs McCluskey showed herself to be a firm but fair headmistress, the kind of headmistress everybody wanted. Grange Hill fans have shared their favourite memories of Mrs McCluskey, most notably giving Cathy Hargreaves the cane, confronting Suzanne Ross when she came to school dressed as boy George, having to deal with Mr Bronson, and delivering the line, frightened of rocking the boat, believe me, if it's what it takes to keep her here, I'll sink the blessed boat. This was in response to claims that she didn't want to sack an unmarried mother on the teaching staff in order to better her chances of promotion. This caring attitude was shown on a number of times such as when Ronnie Bertles was arrested for shoplifting and comforting Mrs. Maguire during Zamo's drug addiction. One of the most famous scenes in Grange Hill history is the disco during the end credits of Series 7. Mrs. McCluskey takes to the dance floor with Scruffy McGuffey, just as true by Spandau Ballet starts to play. My own personal favourite moment was any time we saw the McCluskey eye roll. Nobody could roll their eyes quite like Bridget. After leaving Grange Hill, Gwyneth continued to act on both stage and screen, appearing in programmes such as A Touch of Frost, Peak Practice, Holby City and Echo Beach. She also travelled the world teaching drama students. Recently, she had played the part of Polly Davis, the mother of Greg Davis's character Dan in Mandown. One of her last television appearances was in an episode of Not Going Out, where her character uttered a very loud expletive, a far cry from the prim and proper Mrs. McCluskey. When the news of Gwyneth passing away was announced, thousands of tributes were posted on social media showing how much love and affection people had for her. This episode of Sausage on a Fork features interviews and messages from Gwyneth Powell's fellow cast members who have shared their memories of the nation's headmistress. I've been joined by Mark Baxter, who played Dwayne Orpington four series uh, with Gwyneth, series four, five, six, and seven. So Mark, if you can just tell us, what are your your sort of your first memories
1: of Gwyneth Powell? Well, when Gwyneth came into the show, obviously, um, the headmasters before her had all been the stereotypical, you know, headmaster that you would get with a plum in the voice and everything yeah. would be very oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And and what Gwyneth did was that she bought she brought the um, the authenticity of the time. You know how you yeah. ha, how a real headmistress mistress would have been at that time, and you can tell by the authenticity. As I said, it was like every scene she'd be like carrying, like some you know some papers or something, yeah. you know, yeah. some folders, and they were just beautifully held, uh, and and she was such a a a wordsmith, you know, she she worked yeah. all the words and there were just gentle pauses that she used to give. So in it before that, you know, in some of the scenes that I had before with, with, with adults, not just in Grain Shield, but in um, another show called The Headmaster and stuff like yeah. that. And, and even then you'd sort of, the dialogue was more sort of put out there rather than the thought behind it a lot of yeah. the time. So she would say something like, so what do you know, so what do you think? You should have done, yeah. and then give the that pause to, to actually, you know, oh, maybe I should have done something, rather than say, what do you think you should have done? Anyway, moving on, it was that kind of thing. Yeah, I was, I was, it was lovely to watch someone like her, uh-huh. and her and her thought pattern towards a scene, you, you, you know, and as a young actor, I used to watch all of the older, like the teachers and stuff, you know, uh-huh. and you. It was a beautiful blend when she first came into the show because you had her trying to change all of the dynamics. And Mr yeah. Keating, obviously, who was very still, very much, put your hand out, boy. You're going to get five, you know, five lashings <laughs> for me, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so she was wonderful.
0: And you had some scenes with her. Did you have any particular favourite times of
1: working with her? I'm not well well, to be honest with you there was no really favorites because I enjoyed working uh, as I say we didn't really get to to watch these these you know these adult actors when we were out on location we only really got to watch them properly when we were in the studio Uh and and to be in scenes with them you're sort of immersed in your own character as Uh well you know and, and you look to I I can remember more scenes that with other people in with Gwyneth than I can with myself, yeah. because I used to sit <laughs> there and watch the monitor with her, you know. Yeah. And uh, so, of course, you've got the scene with uh, after the fight in the in the the student room with Pogo and Gripper. Yeah,
0: you're right. And yeah. Then, you know,
1: you get, you both get taken in, and I was sitting there watching, and you, you're just watching her there, and her eye movement between the two, where you, you can see the total disdain that she has yeah. for, for Gripper and the, and the sorrow you know and the little she feels quite sorry for for Pete for Peter pogo yeah and it's yeah. just in that it, it's 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 the moments that she that, that, that they, she had no dialogue that you could learn so much yeah um from you know from from, from from someone that was as good as she was really yeah
0: so you were never at the end of the mccluskey eye roll you never got one of them
1: i don't think so <laughs> not, no, not 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 probably you know, in the show, maybe outside of the show, it's right, okay, but, but not actually. <laughs> yeah, not no. I didn't get the eye roll actually in the show. <laughs> I don't think, but but watched it many times, and it was it's a bit like watching I don't know Dwayne Johnson with the eyebrow, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Or, or Elvis with the lip. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. it was that trademark of oh, he, you know, that kind yeah. of
0: thing. Perfect, perfect. No. Um, what was Gwyneth like with you off camera?
1: Amazing amazing um because again we're going back to a time when never work with children and animals yeah yeah so you're still you're still within that sort of thought process and a lot of the adult actors at the time you know looked at us as little ruffians and you know scallywags and and to be honest they probably weren't wrong um (laughs) but there were a few of those actors that um brian Catron was another one Uh um and Gwyneth that literally would actually say to you, listen, if you say that slightly differently, if your intonation goes up or down here, Uh it it will give the whole thing a complete... And so you you learn... So she was such a giving actress. Um, And it was a... You know, when you look forward, you look at your script and you look forward to those scenes, Yeah, uh, Gwyneth was very much in in that Uh mould. And I I literally saw... The last time I saw Gwyneth was... At, uh, I think it was 2018 when we, we did a, um, it was down in uh, the Royal Holloway, and we did a fans event. And, 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 you know, she could remember nearly everything. You know, she remembers your time. you And, and that, that, again, is another real incredible yeah. thing. And she's just, she, as I said, uh, probably, you know, on the, on the social media, I think that Gwyneth will go down as the heartbeat of Grange Hill.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: You know, you've got you've got some fantastic you have some fantastic um, characters that people will always remember. But the constant that Gwyneth gave it for the for the years that she was in it. Yeah. You know, she was the heartbeat. There was no doubt about it. She was what made the you know that 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 link between authority and pupil. And she was that linkage there, you know, and, and yeah. you knew where you were with, with her fabulous.
0: So finally, Mark, what would your you know your lasting memory of Gwyneth Powellby.
1: Oh man! I mean, uh, you know, as I said before, um, we would, Grange Hill would never have been the same without Gwyneth <laughs> as Mrs McCluskey. Yeah. Uh, it you, you're looking at, and it's so easy to say because it's all very past that, You know, it's all very well. Yeah, of course not. Because, but when you look at some of the the, the other head headmasters, headmistresses, as I said before. If you were to ask any fan of the show, yeah, yeah, what teacher? What teacher do you remember? There's, there's two that all, or three that always come straight to their minds, and it'll be Mister Bronson, yeah, Mister Baxter, obviously, yeah. yeah, and of course Mrs. McCluskey, uh-huh. right? So they're probably three, and I know that there's others that, that you know from after my time, or whatever, but I think that she was there and she was at the helm uh-huh. with all of the incredible storylines you know with with the racism um the um the drugs you know with Zamo and things like that so she oversaw all of that and so my like i say someone um i think it was Erkin that actually wrote it you know how we'd lost our queen yeah uh, and and that i thought that was probably the quote um that will stay with me you know for forever really because i think that that really was the nail on the head it was yeah. exactly
0: as it was definitely well thanks mark thank you so much for for, for coming know. on and giving us your thoughts on Gwyneth Powell. thank yeah. you so much
2: thank you hi I'm Melissa I played Jackie Wright in Grange Hill aka Zamo's girlfriend uh, Robbie Wright's sister and I first met Gwyneth back in 1984. I was a big fan of Grange Hill, so knew who she was. Um, Although my character, Jackie, didn't have many scenes with Mrs. McCluskey, as um, Jackie didn't really get into trouble. It was more Zamo who got into trouble, and Jackie would always support him. So I didn't have many scenes with Gwyneth, The the scenes that we did have with her, I just remember her being a really warm person. Um, She'd always smiling, always, she treated us like um, fellow artists rather than um, children, really. Um, She actually treated us like actors and um, I found her quite different to uh, her character Mrs McCluskey. I found Gwyneth really warm and um, and friendly. I remember when we left Grange Hill, we were in the sixth form and Gwyneth bought us all presents. Um, really unexpected because no other um, actors, playing teachers, had ever bought all the kids presents. She bought every single one of us who were leaving um, a gift and it was wrapped and she'd written um, a personal message to each and every one of us um, wishing us luck uh, in our our journeys when we left Grange Hill because obviously it was a big part of our lives and it was a big part of her life as well. Um, She will be sadly missed but I fondly um, remember watching her on Grain Hill when I was a little girl and um, and continued to watch for many years um, until I was on it really. <laughs> so she'll always have a, a really special place in my heart. I
0: have now been joined by Ricky Simmons, who played Aunt Jones, uh, and Ricky, you were on uh, two series with Gwyneth, but obviously you would grown up watching Gwyneth on, on Grange Hill. So, when you, what were your sort of your first memories or your first impressions of Gwyneth Powell or Mrs. McCluskey? Well, as you say,
3: yeah, I, she was um, when I joined. I think she'd already been on about four or five years. Uh-huh. So, so as well as kind of, you know, as everyone being so such famous faces on that she was quite this kind of formidable you know head of the school um that was just so iconic even at the time you know forget about the fact that now we look back and she was in it for 10 years but even at the time after only a few years she was a really iconic character so Uh when I started um I'd mentioned in a previous interview with you how intimidating it is where you know you've got all the most famous faces of these most famous kids in Britain but you know there's an extra layer of intimidation with uh-huh. the, the teachers because because their characters are you know um, inherently intimidating because they're teachers uh-huh. um, and then you as soon as I met them um, I had a few scenes in my first couple of episodes with Gwyneth um, and so I was kind of nervous about meeting her, but she was amazing because she did this incredible thing of putting you so at ease, making you feel so comfortable. And, you know, the first thing that struck me as well from seeing this, you know, quite a formidable character, like firm but fair, but, you know, quite an authoritarian character on the TV. Um, the the contrast with her as a as a person was, you know, just this really warm loving person so that was quite the thing that struck me Um, but then the interesting thing when I realized how good an actor she was you obviously have this period where you meet you do read-throughs together as I had like three or four scenes with her spent quite a bit of time rehearsing with her before the you know week or two later that we filmed the first scenes and then when we filmed those first scenes um, I can't remember the exact scene but it was something where my character had been a little bit out of line and she was laying down the law you know uh-huh. giving him a bit of a rollicking and whereas we'd rehearsed that and I could see that you know she was going to be quite tough with me she did this thing a lot of actors do where when the cameras are rolling they give it an extra layer of intensity yeah and just that little bit more and it it didn't throw me but it kind of set me on the back foot a little bit because it kind of I kind of suddenly, first, it was the first time during that first two or three weeks after all these rehearsals, uh-huh. that I kind of saw the whole McCluskey glare. Yeah. And it was quite, <laughs> it was it was a bit frightening and she was so good. Yeah. Um, but it was kind of good for the scene because even though it kind of threw me a little bit, yeah. that was quite good because, you know, the the character's supposed to be thrown by the headmistress, like literally, you know, bollocking him really, excuse yeah. my language. Um and so, and then, as soon as the scene finished, then, you know, then, then suddenly that little glint in her eye comes back—that mischievous glint—and yeah. it's Gwyneth again. And it's kind of like, oh, that's all right, yeah. and breathe. And, Breeze. and yeah. um, but yeah, that that struck me. I did think, oh my god, she's better than I thought. I really yeah. thought that. Um, and that's what really struck me the most about working with her. Yeah, you, you know, it, it's obvious some some characters that have you know, are played by actors. Of course, the actor is going to be different to the characters. But, you know, she really kind of had this other level of performance, which I just thought was hugely impressive.
0: Yeah. And so what was, you mentioned there what, what she was like on camera. What was she like off camera?
3: Well, she was just so kind of, like I said, so different from uh, the McCluskey character, who was uh-huh. a really kind of, you know a thatcher like character yeah. you know really kind of a strong 80s woman mm-hmm. and um and i'm not saying gwyneth wasn't strong but she was just a very gentle warm mm-hmm. presence she was unbelievable and the thing that i i loved about her as well which was great because the way i kind of saw her i didn't see any ego at all um and as nice as a lot of the other actors, particularly some of the adult actors playing um, teachers, a lot as much as they were all lovely, you know, yeah. there were one or two had a bit of a trace of ego. I'm not saying they were a pain, but you could see there was a little bit of ego sometimes. Yeah. I never saw that with with her. She was kind of, you know, for such an established character in this show mm-hmm. and a seasoned pro, you know, with a lot yeah. of experience in loads of TV shows. Um it was lovely to see someone who wasn't affected at all and was just a, just a sweetheart of a person.
0: Yeah, brilliant. And you've you mentioned about the fact that you did have a few scenes with it. Is there any favourite scenes, anything in particular that you had?
3: Yeah, I tell, I tell what I do remember. Um, and again, my, my memory is pretty bad now. Um, so I can't remember the exact nature of the scene, but there was a scene where in season nine, um, where... And Jones is getting completely battered by Bronson, victimised, etc. And then he decides to run away. Um, and I think if I'm recalling this right, you, you'll you probably be good at putting <laughs> me right if I've got okay. this wrong. But, but I'm pretty sure there's a scene where it's like in the stairwell of the school, just before he decides to literally walk out of school. And then I think in yeah. uh, subsequent scenes, he's running away and he goes missing. And I'm pretty sure that there was the scene with with, I think it might've been Baxter and McCluskey, when he walks out. I'm almost certain of it because I Uh can just see her now. And if I've got that wrong, this is going to sound ridiculous because I'm just, you know, projecting the wrong person in the scene. But I'm sure it was her because she was kind of, again, giving this kind of intense performance where she was making me kind of um, do much better acting than i thought i'd be nice. capable of she you know she was one of these actors that brought stuff out of you which um yeah. not every actor does some some of them are kind of in um i don't know you know in um what's that term when you're in cruise control right uh, some of them are kind of like that but she she was brilliant and um i mean there were some scenes as well i did with her where you know in that first year that i was in it i was just getting kind of um Bullied by the teacher, and she was involved in a lot of those scenes, and so I was in her office a
1: few
3: yeah. times. Um, and I can't remember any specific scene in her office, but I just remember those scenes really loving them because it was an inherent drama if you're being called to the headmistress's office. Yeah. So it so it gave it added tension. Yeah. And it it meant it was a bit easier to kind of you know do that thing where you're like. Yeah, crapping yourself because you've been called <laughs> to the headmistress officer. Yeah, and she and she was just brilliant. She kind of just from this kind of really warm, kind, yeah. thoughtful person just turned on this kind of glare, and it was like, yeah.
4: um.
3: So yeah, I just remember those scenes just being like I'd said to you previously about scenes with um, an actor like Michael Shear or Bronson. Same goes for her and uh, Michael who played Baxter doing work with those kind of actors, and particularly Gwyneth, um, it kind of just, you know, makes you up your game a little bit. Yeah. So that's what I loved about it. I tell you what I do like about it, and this that didn't really kind of have anything to do with me because I was, I'd was already left school. I was like 17 when I started, but a lot of the much younger child actors, what I noticed about Gwyneth, which was an incredible thing, um. You know, when these, when everyone's on the set and the cameras start rolling, because you're dealing with sometimes children as young as 11, 12, who, you know, are clearly not going to be the most professional actors in the world. So, very, invariably, you'd have kids like messing about when the cameras start rolling, giggling, Uh forgetting their lines, just generally being crap, you know, whatever it was. But you had some of the actors that played the teachers where, you'd see them getting a little bit frustrated sometimes occasionally some would you know have a word have a yeah. stern word or be you could see suddenly you'd feel tension with the adult actors when the kids were really not doing doing their job as they should but I never in the, all the time I was there I never once saw gwyneth lose her patience wow. not one bit yeah. um, and if she did underneath she didn't show it not one iota which i thought was really good and she treated i could see she treated like you know an 11 year old in the same way as she'd be treating one of the other teachers in terms of acting like there was an equality that there wasn't a different kind of yeah excuse the pun but class system if you like Um, so you know who knows whether she was like that in the years before before i joined maybe you know maybe someone else would tell you that you know she'd snapped a couple of times and she kind of learned to kind of keep it in but I don't think so. I I didn't see it once, so I think that's kind of pretty admirable when you're yeah. working with a load of uncontrollable kids. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you know, all fair play to her for that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Now I just wanted to ask you because I know when you listened to uh, her episode of the podcast, there was something that you hadn't realised about Gwyneth Paltrow before. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can you explain what that was.
3: I tell you what it was. So yeah, that. First of all, it was a brilliant interview. Um, You know, it was so good to hear her talking about all the old times. But yeah, the thing that I didn't realise that came out of that interview was when she was talking about how when the first discussion started about bringing in this um, drug storyline about Zamo being on heroin, what I didn't know was that she took it upon herself to go and speak to the producers, speak to the BBC and ensure that you know, the the actor playing this character that was going to be a really sensitive, challenging, controversial storyline. She wanted to make sure, her first thought was making sure that the actor was all right and he had a duty of care and protection. Yeah. Because it, I think she cited the example of Mark who had played Gripper, not necessarily being thrown by the walls to the BBC, but just didn't have not having that protection where he got, you know, Understandably, a lot of flack from the general public who thought oh he he's like that," and she wanted to ensure that it was dealt with a way I think she was talking about she wanted to make sure he was on interviews mm-hmm. and so this young audience for Shell could see that you know he's not that character who's kind of suddenly been turned upside down by drugs. it's an actor playing the part and i and I just love the fact that she was almost insistent that they make sure they look after the actor yeah um and that seemed to be above whatever the um you know the substance and the quality of the storyline was going to be really yeah, impressive i, I found yeah. that really moving
0: yeah definitely I, I was the same like i i was i don't think shot is, is the right way but i just thought that's amazing for it to have gone out of her way to to make Absolutely. sure that that lee was looked after and 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 people realized that he, Definitely. And he, it and he, it didn't
3: it wasn't it wasn't a major surprise because it's like, Oh my god, yeah, because she's lovely. But yeah. like, you still don't expect someone you know, see there's a lot of people that just be kind of, you know, going along doing their job and not, you know, getting stuck into the ins and outs of a situation like that in the way she did. Yeah. That was incredible of her. Yeah.
0: Oh, so, man. you know,
3: incredible lady, incredible person, as well as an incredible actor, I think.
0: Yeah. So what was your like your lasting memory? Of Gwyneth B? I think it's that.
3: Um, I mean, uh, you know, it doesn't escape any of us that were kind of reading about this the other day and hearing the news that the extraordinary thing about the timing of it is that she died on the same day as Queen Elizabeth. Uh-huh. And so you can't help but thinking, whether it's stretching it a little bit or not, but thinking about these parallels where you've got a head of a nation dying that everyone knew. But also, you know, I think there is a parallel there with a certain generation who, you know, the head of this, albeit fictional school, everyone knew her. And it even makes me think, even though I'm talking about the fact that, you know, she was a very formidable character, the kind of strict, stern character, I think she also, as an actor, brought this slight kind of mischievous kind of glint as well within the character occasionally that you know and and i think you know some some of the stuff that i've been reading online a lot of the messages that i've read there's this similar kind of um comment from a lot of people where a lot of people were saying oh mrs mccluskey the headmistress that i wish i had Uh yeah so you know there's two types of headmasters or headmistresses the ones that it's like oh my god i was terrified of that one but yeah. the fact that so many people are saying she's the headmistress i wish i had shows that she brought this kind of warmth uh underneath the kind of tough exterior of the character and i feel like that's shone through and that's probably why people have there's probably been this great outpouring of affection for her yeah. i think they kind of warm to to the character even though they didn't know the actor behind was kind of bringing
0: this humanity to that, Yeah, I'll, but definitely well Ricky, thank you so much for coming on She'll be
3: sorely missed by a lot of people and uh, condolences to her family Take care
5: My name is Jonathan Lambeth and I played Danny Kendall in Grange Hill I was fortunate enough to work with Gwyneth on Grange Hill for about four years uh, Aside from being an amazing actor and absolute professional she was also brilliant fun thoughtful and kind, and uh, always generous in terms of her time and consideration of others. Um, She was universally popular because she was so nice and such good company, Uh, but she was also deeply respected. Uh, If any one of us younger cast members ever got one of her quiet, that was good, really good, type comments after a scene, uh, you would take it home and treasure it. She had a tremendous career before and after Grange Hill and plenty of adult actors did not engage with the younger cast to the degree Gwyneth did. You know, she didn't have to be that person on the show. But that's who she was. I think she herself used the phrase, my kids, and we really felt that. Uh, not that that gave us licence to mess around. I uh, do remember one time when a bunch of us were a bit feral during filming and the director that day had slightly lost control. Uh, Gwyneth eventually frowned and said quite loudly, "Okay, everyone, I think it's time to get some work done now. Instant behaviour from everyone in the room. This was a rarity, of course. Most of the time it was quiet encouragement or constructive suggestions that helped us younger cast members and made scenes so much better. I think this combination of the off-screen self and brilliantly acted role meant Gwyneth and Mrs. McCluskey in parallel became the much-loved heart of the show uh, and the cast for that era of Grange Hill. Something else I'm not sure all Grange Hill fans would realise, but how talented she was outside of acting. Uh, She could have as easily written or directed episodes as acted in them. Uh, I remember more than one occasion when a particular big scene wasn't quite working in rehearsals. Uh, With a nod from the director, she would take the script home overnight and tweak it until it flowed and properly represented the different characters. Um, She knew Mrs McCluskey better than anyone, of course, and was fiercely protective of her her character. Uh, But she also looked after everyone else. Uh, Along with her sense of fun and her brilliance, it's that warmth and kindness that stays with me most about Gwyneth. Uh, I know everyone who knew her will miss her deeply.
0: I've now been joined by Alison Bettles, who played Faye Lucas, and Ruth Carraway, who played Helen Kelly. Alison, if you can just tell us your first memory of Gwyneth.
6: Um, So my memories was just like um, how professional she was and how lovely she spoke. Uh-huh. Um, and just what just what a lovely lady she was. Just um, kind, caring, and so professional. Yeah. Like, yeah, if I had to, if I had to sum her up in three words, it would be kind, caring, professional.
0: Brilliant, brilliant. And obviously, Ruth, you, you joined the show a little bit later, and obviously Mrs McCluskey was a, a much a more established character by then, and obviously you would have grown up watching it. So what was it like to join the show and then, just suddenly to be working with Gwyneth Powell.
7: Well, obviously because you have this picture of a headmistress, that's what you've got in your head as a someone watching it from afar. Um, but and I suppose I, I we sort of saw her as that. I think because of uh, what Alison said, she was professional, but not in a headmistress—you know, a real demonstrative <laughs> one, like yeah. a real, real, friendly, nice. Um, yeah, because she was so professional, and
6: yeah, she was lovely. Really liked her. Of all of us, we just cannot believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just devastating news, isn't it? Yeah. So I I don't do any social media, as you know. And um, Uh. Someone sent me a message, and it was just a picture of Gwyneth and the headline, and it was just like, Mm. oh, my God. Yeah. And and then I immediately sent it over to Lisa, actually, and said, Lisa, do you know? Because Lisa does do a little bit of social media, but she Mm. didn't know either. Right. Um, I, I just... I just can't believe it. I was away, actually, at the time. I was on holiday with oh, my friends. Oh, it a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and I don't talk about Grangeel at all. It's like, you don't mention it. Like, you don't uh, ever say the word. Or, And I just, like, I was with all the girls. There was nine of us. And it was like, oh, my God, Mrs. McCluskey's died. Yeah. And, and they know. Like, if I was to when you know, they wouldn't have had a clue. But when I said Mrs. McCluskey, they was like, no way. Yeah, because
7: yeah. I think it's not just us that have been in it, but everyone who's watched the program is yeah. sort of, oh, the headmistress has died. Yeah. The best, the you know, best headmistress in the whole wide world is, and the the probably the most known has Yeah,
0: I mean a really iconic character, wasn't yeah. she, Mrs. McCluskey? And, 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 <inaudible> and, like I, I know people who who didn't really watch Grange Hill, but they still knew. Who misses oh, McGlousey was? Yeah, yeah,
7: absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. obviously, you, you know, you were both on the show for you know uh, quite some time, so you would have worked with her quite a bit. Do you have any sorts of favorite scenes or favorite memories from working with her?
7: Okay, so I have got one, and this was when because I have told you before, Neil, I am a giggler. I think I said right. that in the last podcast. I am a giggler, and we it was a scene where. I'd been, we'd been caught robbing and we had to go to the shop to, and I right. think she was driving but in the car sorry, they don't, we weren't actually driving they weren't filming us, we had the car was on the back of a trailer right. and we had to pretend and I have got the giggles and I was just like all of us, well, good, so I'm sitting there <laughs> and I'm meant to be looking, you know naughty and, and she, she still maintained she got a bit of the giggles too but even right. she maintained the professionalism all the way through and another scene with um it was tina so uh, ronnie callie and we had to be going into the headmistress offices and we we just started giggling and beforehand and we we was there all day and that's what she (laughs) she was so patient yeah because we were just naughty little kids and just getting the giggles and she was so patient because it took like so many takes because Uh whenever we just like opened our gobs Yeah, and we were just not as professional, so lots of giggling. Yeah, very patient, very professional.
0: Yeah, what was she like then, sort of off-camera? Oh,
7: just amazing. Yeah, just Just chatted with us, you know, didn't... um, Yeah, just, I mean, it was different because we had a green room, so the the kids had their green room Uh and the adults, and when you become an adult, you get your own dressing room, so... Um, but you'd you'd sit maybe at dinner and have a chat with them, or when you're on set waiting for something. Right. There's a lot of waiting around on set, yeah. so you do chat. So yeah, she just um, just had conversations with us, and yeah, just treat treat treated us like adults, even yeah. though we weren't behaving like bloody adults. Right. Well, I, okay. I just think yeah. for me, even though we weren't behaving like adults, she treated us like adults. Yeah. So it was lovely
6: and as you know for me I I don't actually remember any scenes <laughs> I'm sure I did do some with her but yeah. being that I wasn't a naughty girl anyway so unlike Ruth I never ended up in a in her office right so I'm, you're probably gonna go oh you did but I can't <laughs> remember so I don't think I would have ever had a scene as the naughty girl in her office so I don't think I would have had that but uh-huh. um I've done a few um, charity things with her. Uh, we did, um, children we yeah. did children in need. We did children in need, and um, so off, you know, we we did our bit on 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 the children in need. But uh, then we'd be sat out the back, me and me and Gwen if having a chat, um, and we shared a room. Like they, they gave us a room in a hotel. Um, I think it was an hotel. It was, it was in a room, <laughs> and um, we sort of went over there and got changed. And she's just. The most loveliest, kindest person. Yeah. Um, and then most recently, we did the ne- never mind the bus together. Yeah. 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 And um, and that did, when it weren't that long ago. And then so while we're sitting in the green room, she's we you know just a chat about what she's doing. And when we were younger, I never realised how amazing she was mm-hmm. because we were kids and we were just off messing around. Yeah. But now I've had like an adult conversation with her. Yeah. Um, and she was just so fit and well and looked brilliant, mm. looked amazing. And is just so um, clever. Like she was off to Japan and Hong Kong teaching. Yeah. She teaches. And I've just got just the utmost admiration for this clever, wonderful, professional yeah. woman. And I cannot tell you how shocked and gutted I am.
0: So just to, just to sum up, what, what would your lasting memory be? of Gwyneth.
7: Sadly I never got to talk to Gwyneth as an adult so I still have my child memories but when I left she gave me a book and I've still got it to this day and it's about uh, Fanny Kemble and she was a actress in the 1800s, um, an actress and writer and she gave me that and I've still got it to this day so um, that's the and just I just love her, just a smile, just yeah. a kindness and a love so just I just do genuinely feel privileged to to have known her personally. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Okay then. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Obviously, I know we're, it's not the best thing that we want to be talking about. Obviously, no. but but thank you very much for. Thank coming Thank you on. for
7: doing this, Neil. Thank, yeah. This thank is you. lovely. This is really nice. Yeah.
0: No, listen. Honestly, th- thanks once again, girls. It's. Oh, a, a, thank you.
7: Thank you for
0: doing yeah. this, Neil. Thank you hear yeah, your memories. Cheers. Thanks. Thank you, Neil. Bye Cheers. Bye bye.
6: Bye bye. Hi. Lisa East here, as was. I play Christine Everson, and I just want to say what an absolute wonderful woman Gwyneth was. Full of life, full of fun, um, a mother figure, a really, really special woman um, in the scenes that we done, especially the one where I had my hair cut and she came along the corridor and told me to take my turban off type thing. It was hilarious. I was so hard to try and keep a straight face when everybody else was laughing around me and she even had a little giggle on her face. Absolutely amazing. Um, Somebody that I'll never forget. The last time I did see her, we had one of the loveliest hugs that you could ever have and I will treasure that forever. Um, There's no more I need to say except what an absolutely beautiful woman. Um, Yeah, that's it. Take care, everybody. Thank you.
0: I've now been joined by Gary Hales, who played Nigel Flavin. So, Gary, if you can just tell us, you, you must have grown up watching Gwyneth before you joined the show. So what was it like going from someone who saw her on the show to then meeting her? Gwyneth was,
8: um, she was just a really friendly person in real life. Really funny. If you're the new guy in one way or another, it can be quite, you know, nervy and intimidating. A great job it was. And Gwyneth, certainly was one of the people that was very friendly, very open, and very welcoming. Yeah. Um, I, I loved her. Funny, I joined the show as an, as an adult, so I didn't have the chaperones and all that kind of stuff going on. So I, yeah. I, I, I kind of had a, a much more freer time at Green uh-huh. um, And I, she just was always very open and friendly. Uh-huh. Uh, and I tweeted something, in the week, which you may or may not have seen, uh, the first day I, I went on EastEnders by then Grange Hill had gone to Elstree. Great, and She came and found me, and this is three or four years after Grange Hill, I guess, just to congratulate me and just to come and say hello. And just and it was, it was completely unnecessary, but completely typical of her. It was yeah. so nice and she was so chuffed, and it was almost as if you really were one of her students, and she yeah. was kind of blowing up. And she was kind of making sure you are okay and all that. And I used to see her around a lot while I was up there. We would always chat and say hi and whatever have you. Um, and I have to say, I, when I read the news, I was genuinely gutted. I mean, really, really that lump in the back of the throat, just like complete surprise. And and genuinely, I was just proper choked up. I couldn't, I, I just couldn't believe it. And I, I guess, you know, you don't want to believe it. And it's it doesn't seem possible that she can't be around in some way because she's such a legend and she'll always be around. She'll always kind of be a part of our lives and always was a part of our lives. Uh, And I'm just grateful, uh, genuinely grateful that I got to just not only meet her, but get to know her. Yeah. You know, and that she kind of, I I genuinely think she cared about the pupils. She really did. She did care. Right? Mm. If, if you saw her, she would always ask about you. Everything mm. was about you. Never about her, it was how you are, how, you know, all of that kind of stuff. What are you up to? Is good things good for you? She was so kind of like mothering in almost a, th- a corny kind of way. But you know what I mean? It's like that yeah. the, the people can be. And I, it, it seems silly to say, She'll be missed because I didn't see her very often, but she will be missed because she was there. She was, yeah. you know, it's, she won you know, she's she's definitely missed. And you know, I think of her, and for me, it's that it's that day at Elstree when she came over and she made a point of coming to find me. That'll always give me that smile and that warm feeling, and, and yeah, it's just very very sad. Uh, and I think testament to how much she was loved is is probably the the tweet I put up. I I can't remember what it was now, but it was 800 odd likes, retweets and stuff like that. And I never get that kind of, you know, I I was shocked. But that is
0: a testament for how much she she really was. I say a a lot of people who who have spoken to and and I've read messages from just saying, as, as you said there, she was like your headmistress. And I know um, someone said in another interview that when you, if you had a scene in her office, you genuinely felt like, you know, a, a naughty kid, like, and 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 I for the character that you had, I, I, Nigel had, had a couple of them, didn't he?
8: Yeah, I'm, I, you know, I don't really remember doing about it when <laughs> when we spoke first. Of all, I I remember being with her. And I'm going to have to look back now and see and, and kind of if I watch them, they'll come flying back, I'm sure. But the overwhelming memories of her for me are much more social, much more in North Acton when we were rehearsing or, you know, in, in, the, you know in, in the little area in the cafe bar before we were filming and stuff and just generally. Uh, and then much later when I was that little bit older, and I know it sounds ridiculous, but two or three years you know, between 18 and in your 20s is, is quite different and kind of seeing her on a regular basis up at Street, You know, it, those are the memories that, that kind of stick with me. Uh, and as I say, that particular one that I mentioned, because that she really made a point, she had the biggest smile on her face. She was so, yeah. so kind of pleased for me and, and it was genuine. Yeah. Uh, and I, I just, that,
0: I'll never forget
8: that. Absolutely never, ever
0: forget that. Brilliant. Well, Gary, it's obvious how much love you've got for her and that that, that moment's obviously meant an awful lot to you as well. So thank you for sharing that and thank you for coming and talking about it. As usual, no, it's a pleasure, mate. It really is.
7: I worked with Gwyneth when I was playing Laura Regan in Grange Hill from 1985 to 88 Um, and I was really nervous about meeting her because I'd been watching the show. So she was the ultimate headmistress um but she was so lovely she was quite quiet um totally professional and so patient with all of us um i can imagine we were a nightmare but you wouldn't have known it if she looked at any of us she just had this really lovely gentle genuine smile um, across her face and um it was just lovely to work with her and so honored to have done so so she is very sadly missed
0: i have now been joined by Karen Ford, who played uh, Miss Jenny Booth. Karen, can I just ask what your first memories or your first impressions of working with Gwyneth were?
9: Gwyneth was always serene. She was always calm. Uh, she was very welcoming to me as a newcomer to the series when uh, I started in series eight. She was totally un- unflappable. I just say serene. She was, I mean, in many ways, I was sort of thinking about it um, the other day, and we used to laugh saying that uh, if any of us had to actually do the thing we were supposed to teach, most of us would be useless. I can't paint or right. draw or anything. But in an little sort of way, the one person who really could have been a headmistress was Gwyneth. Definitely. <laughs> in many ways, she was our headmistress. Uh-huh. She, um, she was the leader of the whole cast in many ways of us adults and uh she was just a joy to work with she really was
0: yeah because obviously you you left at the same time didn't you was that a conscious decision can i ask
9: uh no (laughs) no i mean we hadn't colluded or anything (laughs) no no it was just time for both of us to move on really
0: yeah and do you have any sort of you know favorite or memorable scenes or anything where you were together?
9: I, I, To be honest, I can't uh, remember anything in particular. I mean, Gwyneth became a very good friend. Yeah. Uh, and I suppose some of the thoughts I have about her really are, um, are more to do with um, that friendship uh-huh. than the work we did together. Uh, just about the time when, I mean, one of the reasons why I left the series, I guess, Uh, I adopted a baby from Romania
7: Uh
9: and Gwyneth was just wonderful and very supportive because it was a very difficult time and uh, she um, gave me a book for the baby about Queen Marie of Romania and after we finished the series I used to go down and visit her uh, in Sussex with my little son. She had, I mean her house was beautiful, it was very picturesque, it was an old cottage and she had the most beautiful garden. Gwyneth was yeah. a very great gardener and uh, a real dog lover. And of course, so am I. Um, and I'll never forget her garden. It was just beautiful. And she had uh, in the middle of the garden, a little statue sort of bust at the head of Shakespeare. And um, I've got a photograph of my little son, who I think was two by that stage, um, sort of patting the head of Shakespeare. Uh, and just I just remember going for lovely walks with her and um, down in Sussex. Yeah, she was uh, a treasure. Absolutely, yeah,
0: she really, really was. What would your lasting memory be of gwynethan
9: I think more than anything, her eyes—most right. incredible blue eyes—and uh-huh. uh, she had um, a, a, I do don't know—amazing way of of looking at you where how, how do you explain it i don't know that she was looking at you and no one else and she was taking you you in but those eyes were amazing she always looked beautifully dressed and very neat and tidy Yeah. Um, and uh yeah she was just lovely
0: well thank you for coming on i know it's a sad time because i know i know you were great friends uh, yeah. for, for a long time. So, thank you so much for coming on and, and giving us your thoughts about Gwyneth. Thank no, you. Well, thank you
9: for asking me, Neil. Thank and, you. And I wish all her family well. And it's a hard time for them, I know.
10: Thank you very much. Hello, my name is George Wilson. I played Ziggy and Grenin uh, for four years. Uh, I just want to talk about a few things about Gwyneth, uh, Gwyneth Powell. Well, when we done Grange Jill, to be honest, I didn't really, although I'd done a lot of scenes with her, I didn't really get to know her as a person, do you know? It was weird, all the kids kind of stuck together, and the adults stuck together. It was just the way it was, you know, you didn't really get to know anybody the adults really personally, although you'd interact. A little bit like I read about in the film Planet of the Apes, apparently all the gorillas et together in the breaks and the orangutans and the monkeys, the all it's a little bit like that, you know, in in a strange way. You just sort of stick, we just stuck together, all the kids mainly. And it's a shame, but I'm just glad that many many years later I got to do Celebrity Pointless. I think it was about three years ago, four max. And she was my partner on this Celebrity Pointless. And we obviously met before it and we had a good chat and caught up with each other's what we we were doing over the last sort of 30-odd years, really, with our lives, Uh, telling about my family, my passions, where I've worked. She was telling me the same. And we went on Celebrity Pointless together and we won, which was, uh, if I didn't have Gwyneth, believe me, I wouldn't have won that uh, because, you know, she was very intelligent. She knew a lot about a lot of things. And uh, I think she answered at least 90% of the questions that we got. Uh, I think I got a couple, you know. So that was great that we got to the final and uh, took a trophy home with us. And we got, I donated some money. To a local children's hospital here called Alderhay, and Gwyneth done to her. It was a school in Yemen or somewhere like that, some foreign country, like a school that was underprivileged, because she was really into that. Now, we we exchanged numbers after Pointless, so that was a godsend. So, for the last three years until, you know, sadly, her passing away, we, we WhatsApped each other, pictures and messages. She loved doing the voice messages like me. We'd chat and every now and then we'd ring and have a catch up, you know, Christmas and things. So I'm just so glad that we did get a chance to rekindle uh, a friendship that that we never had before, you know, and I got to know about her life that she'd done so much, uh, which she never shouted from the rooftops about for charities. All over the world for underprivileged children, for animals. She rescued a lion cub. helped rescue a lion cub. I mean, he wasn't in her back garden, but she certainly she went over to the country to see it a few times in South Africa. She was so involved in so many things that not many people would know about, because as I say, she didn't shout it from the rooftops. She just done it because she wanted to do it. It was a passion, and to help people, children, and animals. So, yeah, I take that from her. You know, I'm just glad I know all this. And some of you people who are going to listen to this will know that now. She's a really nice woman, very generous in so many ways. And I say, as I say, I'm just so glad I I got to know her again. And when she passed, you know, it was the same day as the Queen. But to me and all the, certainly all the rest of the cast, she she was our Queen, you know. She was the queen of Grange Hill. It's as simple as that, and a beautiful lady with it. Cheers for listening.
0: Now I've been joined by Flair Taylor, who played Imelda Davis. And Flair, what were your sort of first memories of Gwyneth Powell?
11: So from watching as a as a viewer watching Grange Hill, probably. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think she's one of. I think to, a good teacher has that that calm authority, uh-huh. don't they? And, and she just had that in yeah. bundles. Um, so I think she was a very, very believable headmistress uh-huh. um, as Mrs. McCluskey. And then I, th- I don't know, meeting her, because I would have been, I think I was 14, 13 or 14, 14, I think I was nice. when I actually met her. And, you know, so I was g- quite a young child, really, at 14. You know, at 14, you think you're so grown up, don't you? But... <laughs> and I think I... You know, it, it, she probably had that same sense. She wasn't intimidating. She wasn't... I didn't find her sort of scary and intimidating. Yeah. But just one of those people that just gains your respect and they just have that. And I, I I, don't know if they know that they have that and if they yeah. mean to... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think she was very much like that. You just, you just were slightly in awe of her, but in yeah. a nice way. Um, and she was just great at the role, wasn't she? I mean... Yeah. Brilliant, British.
0: She was, yeah, made for that role. I would say definitely she played it so well. Yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot of the things I've, I've read online, with people just saying, you know, she was a headmistress. You know, like that. That was the thing, and, and the stories of people who have when they said they were out and about and they'd see her and they couldn't quite place her and assumed that she was a, a teacher from their school, right? And it was only yeah. sort of later on when they they realised who it was.
11: Yeah, um, amazing. Now, and I think I think I read that she trained to be a teacher.
0: She did? was, yeah. She trained yeah. to be a teacher initially, yeah. That's
11: yeah. quite interesting. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. Um, now, obviously, your character, Imelda, being the character she was, it would have had quite a few scenes with Mrs. McCluskey. Do you have any, any particular favourite
11: scenes? Um, there was one when the three terror hawks were called into her office i I think i think it was to do with the the frog in the crisp packet
0: right okay i think
11: that's why we were called in and i i just remember that being really good fun because it was me um ruth and sam just all lined up in front of her desk um you know and, and just quite a real not that I don't think I ever got called to the headmistress's office when I was at school, but, um, but you could really imagine that being a thing. They're all called in and we were standing there and, um, yeah, just a really, just a great scene. And then of course Imelda's final scene when, when she got turfed out, Mrs. McCluskey coming into the classroom. I think, I think I was meant to go and see Mrs. McCluskey, but wouldn't move off the floor of the classroom. So Mrs. Mrs. McCluskey had to come to me, um, or to Imelda, rather. Um, so yeah, that was, and and again, just that calm authority that that she acted that scene with.
0: Yeah, she does no shouting or anything, is no, that?
11: Never needed to shout. You, just you,
0: calm. You knew your place. Didn't yeah. You? So finally, what would your what would you say your lasting memory of Gwyneth Powell would be?
11: Gosh, I mean, I didn't. Unfortunately, I think because I was young and we didn't mix with the adult actors a huge uh-huh. amount. I didn't know her that well. And I think because I left when I was still quite young, uh-huh. I probably didn't, I think, I think some of the others like Ruth and George they grew up a bit more during their time on the show and probably then interacted more with the adults as they yeah. got a bit older. And unfortunately I missed out on that, which is a real shame because I know, you know, they were great people. And, and we did learn a lot from them. But um Yeah, so I just, she was lovely. I mean, she was absolutely lovely. And hats off, you know, working with all those kids can't have been easy. And I'm sure we were really annoying at times. But she would have never shown that. And she just just had this, definitely had an aura about her.
0: Definitely. Definitely, definitely. Well, Flair, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. and, and, And giving us your thoughts on Gwyneth, as she will be missed. Oh, gosh, it's
11: it's the end of a chapter, isn't
0: it? Definitely, definitely. Well, thank you very much.
12: Thanks, Neil. Thank you. Hi, hello, this is Nick Pandolfi. I played Matthew Cartwright. Uh, Gwyneth Powell was one of those people um, who, as an actor, and they're not all the same, she she was one of the special ones because when you join an established cast, as I and loads of people did afterwards, uh, with a show like Grange Hill, you you need people to, A, be welcoming, but also show you around. And she was that. But she was so much more. She was more than just a welcoming face and, you know, hello, how are you? Um, welcome to the show. It was more than that. She she was just a really sassy person. Um, I, I've told the story a few times that there were a couple of us that we'd been filming really late one night. I don't know why. Normally we finish earlier in the evening, but there were some problems we'd finished late. And she said... I'm going to get some food I'm going to get a drink um soft drinks for you but would you like to join me in the BBC club and this was a uh, an establishment that you know you, that you'd heard of um we'd walked past I'd walked past it within television center um and certainly I wasn't old enough to be going in um but Gwyneth said no 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 you come with me it's fine you come with me You're, you and a couple of others are, are guests and she got us in and uh, sort of one of the I think that in those days, they didn't call them security guards, I think they called them commissionaires. Um, sort of, you know, looked at me and sort of said, whoa, 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 too young, too young. And she just had this amazing, she just turned it from being the lovely, the lovely Gwyneth into that Mrs. McCluskey stare, as if to say, don't mess with me. Gwyneth Powell, an absolute star, and so much more than just Mrs. McCluskey.
0: I've been joined by Erkan Mustafa, who played and Browning. Erkan, if you can just... Tell us what it was like
4: working with Gwyneth. I mean, to be honest, you know, looking back and ever since her passing, I have thought about her quite quite a bit. Uh, And the times that I was very lucky enough to work for for so long, but my first impressions was when I was watching Granger that she was quite a strict (laughs) headmistress. And just going from primary school to secondary school, I thought, gosh, she's quite strict. I hope that's not going to happen in my real school. And I had a male teacher, and he was like a 1940s drill sergeant, so nothing like Mrs. McCluskey at all. Uh-huh. Um, and I remember, th- especially the first series that I did, and I'm sure I spoke to, uh, on, the, on the initial podcast uh, about Gwyneth, and I, I, did some, I did some amazing scenes with her, and she was really kind and really lovely. And I'm, I'm I'm, thinking to myself, did I discuss this in a podcast? So I remember that Grange Hill won Saturday Swap Shop uh, an Erica uh-huh. And I was lucky enough to be invited um, to go and collect that on behalf of the rest of the cast and right. crew. And and I was with Gwyneth this evening. So my parents, you know, um, didn't think it was appropriate for a ten year old boy, eleven year old boy, I should say. I think it was eleven or twelve to be wearing a, a, a dinner jacket. Um, <laughs> so I wore a white shirt and a, a black bow tie. I think. And I remember giving, you know, I'd like, just like to thank all the viewers of Swap Shop. You know how they do it. Yeah. And then Greta just over, over across me. And she said, and I'd like to thank the, the directors and the producers of the show. And she's, she just stepped in like a headmistress. And it was just, <laughs> I just thought about that funny, funny moment. It's like a, a child was rambling and she just cut me off. And I just thought it was a, and I was thinking about this the other day and I've never seen it since that. And I'd like to watch that again, just to get that memories. But you know I feel privileged to have, have done so many scenes with her. Um and I I always think that she had a soft spot as the headmistress for Roland when in my eyes she did. <laughs> uh, she always had a she always had a soft spot. And I've been very, very fortunate and very lucky over the years to get get to know the lady and she's got to know me as an adult and I think I've, I spoke before that I was very lucky to spend a weekend with the late Terry Supat, mm-hmm. Lee McDonald, and Gwyneth and Karen Ford over a weekend at a convention, uh-huh. and I really did get to spend a lot of time with her that weekend. And we we you know it was just like we'd just come off set and we were just talking, but it was I was an adult and yeah. You know, and it was nice to have this great conversation. And I've been very privileged over the years to, to, to spend time with her. Um And as I said before, even last year, um, we did, I think, the Never Mind a Buzzcocks Christmas special. And it was just Alison and Lisa and I. And we was in, in the studios. And we was talking. We was having lunch. And then out of nowhere came Gwyneth. I was like... Yeah. <laughs> We we didn't know you was doing this. And she went, to be honest, Can she said, I didn't really know. I said, what do do you mean? To be honest, I was sitting at home. I was having a bowl of soup, listening to Radio 4. And she goes, I I just got a phone call from Greg, uh, the the presenter of that show. And he said, because she did, um, is it Man Down with him? Yeah. yeah. She played played his mum. She said, he just rang me up and said, look, what are you doing this afternoon on this evening? She went, I've got nothing planned. So oh, I'm sending you a car. Um, you're going to be doing buzzcocks tonight. Um, I'll see you later. So he always called her mum. Yeah, she told me it was just amazing. And I know that was the last time that I spoke to her. Um, and ever since her passing, you know, I I've, I I've, I've thought about her quite a lot. And and what an amazing person she was. Um, you know, she was, an you know, an adult actress working with so many young young people. And you know what? She never once treated any of us like children and none of us like kids. Uh, we were all young actors and she was very proud of the fact that we were all very professionals. And I, I cannot ever remember a time where she was snappy or anything like that. She was just one of the most kindest, warmest people that I've had the pleasure to, to work alongside, to be honest, um, in any in any role that I've ever had in my professional as an actor or whatever I've ever done since. She was just an amazing woman. And when she did pass away, I told my wife, and obviously, she, you know, and my, my wife said to me, you know what? She was lovely. She was always kind to me. And I think that's, that's how Gwenith was. She was always, <laughs> always kind and al- always lovely. And she's going to be missed by not just her family and her close friends, absolutely everybody she's ever worked with I believe because I've never heard a bad word about her to be honest and and that's and that's everlasting to whatever she she's done in this her career and her as a person and you know she was she flew up until COVID she was still flying around the world teaching and and exam you know she was she was an examiner for, 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 for RADA and things like this and I just thought, good on it, you know. Sixty nine, sixty eight years of age, just do fly around the world, and yeah, I'm I'm just very touched and very privileged to to have known for, for such a huge part of my life. And you know what? She's probably looking down at us, Grangeau, especially the fans of Grangeau, and have a little chuckle that she's always going to be called Bridget and Midget. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that, that's, that's quite funny. And, that, yeah. and to be honest, she wasn't a small woman either, so that's a bit mm. weird.
0: <laughs> yeah. You you spoke there with, with with such affection for her. Do you have any particular favourite memorable scenes from Grange Hill that you did with it?
4: You know what, everything I ever did in in series one, really. Uh, you know i I was up there with my Grange Hill parents. And everything we I've ever did with with the three of us, uh, my one of my parents or her, and it was just she, oh yeah, we just always lovely to to do a scene. And I was very lucky. i you know, I think there wasn't an, an episode in my first year that I hadn't got a scene with her. Yeah, if, at least in every every episode, I believe she was having having a little chat with him or whatever. And yeah, it was just. I just think, yeah, I can only say that the whole of that first year I was very, very lucky to do a lot. I mean, every episode. I I mean, I probably, yeah, probably every episode I probably did a scene with her. And there's not many Granger actors who could say that in every scene in the first year. (laughs) She worked with brilliant, you know. But I just think every, when I look back on stuff, and I, I will one day sit back and watch... That first year again, especially when my son gets a bit older, and take that all in again because you know, obviously, it's so many years later, and I just, but I still remember that everything I did with her was just was just nice. It was just yeah. it, was, it was easy. And yeah. you know, it wasn't work, and not once, you know, did, did I ever feel like, you know, Gwyneth when she when she flicked into Bridget, when she. <laughs> whenever she flicked into Mrs. McCluskey you, you just felt the power of her words yeah. and I think like, um, that came across to everybody who was a viewer that she had this softness but God she she was probably yeah. a really hard head yeah
0: yeah and, and I know uh, you, you've talked about your own head teacher What the thing that I liked when you when you posted on social media was the best head mistress you ever had yeah and 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 I just thought, you know what? There's there's not many people that are able to say that.
4: Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, and for me, I mean, I'm an older generation, and you know, I grew up with black and white films and some trillions and yeah. teachers and stuff that was on, on those TV shows, and you know, the Joyce Grenvils of this of this world yeah. and stuff. But when you look at a, a TV headmistress or headmaster. She was the nicest, kindest headmistress that a school could ever wish for, but yet, she was the most diplomatic to both students and her her teachers. Yeah. And uh, I think that came across. And yeah, she was, you know, social media, I, I don't really do much about grain Hill on social media, but every now and again, you've got to give thanks. Yeah. And that's when I have, I mean that's my everlasting picture of her, and it's it was such a wonderful July evening, and we were doing a Christmas show, um, which was really weird. <laughs> and yeah, that picture was was just came to my mind that day, and I thought, you know what, I'd like to share it because I don't really share, you know, many personal images of of brain chill cast, uh without their permission. But I just think that needed to be out there, And just so other people could could have seen her and my last time with her, and yeah, she was the greatest headmistress. Yeah, definitely. And so,
0: what would your lasting memory
4: of Gwyneth be? My lasting, just an amazing, warm, caring lady who came across, she came across as she was really in real yeah. life. You know, she probably could have a really hard, you know, hard side who, who couldn't, but I, ne- I was, I never saw it. I've never heard her say swear word I've never you know she was just a pure loving warm uh, lady yeah. uh, and uh, you know if I find somebody's ever said a, a, a bad word about her then it must they must be drinking because <laughs> I don't I, I don't think that they can say a bad word about her to be honest yeah
0: oh, so yeah she's,
4: she's going to be missed Not, you know as I said before she's going to be missed by not just her family and her friends, but just absolute, all the Grainshaw fans who, you know, who who have been very lucky to meet her at Grainshaw events, yeah. you know? um, And they've all said exactly the same. What an amazing lady she was. Um, she's one of the good ones, yeah. you know? You know, even today's show, people say, so, you know, it's, but for me, I, you know me from my, my I, I say it how it is. And, yeah. um Yeah. Yeah. She she was a good one, and uh, I'm very grateful that I've had that opportunity to have her in my life at such an yeah. early age, and I've been very and extremely lucky to reconnect with her in later life, and, you know, she's going to be missed. She really, really will be missed.
0: Yeah, well, Erkan, thank you so much for coming on and giving us you, your, your experiences with Gwyneth. So thank you very much.
4: You're more than so, welcome.
0: Thank you. Further messages from her fellow cast members include Paul McCarthy who played Tommy Watson who said she was a very lovely actor generous with support for the kids while Simone Nylander who played Janet Sinclair has said she was always a very focused and professional actor. I would like to thank everyone who has contributed to this episode and send all of our love and thoughts to Gwyneth's family and friends at this sad time. I would also like to thank Gwyneth Powell for all the memories and I will leave you with these words from the great lady herself.
9: It's just so lucky to have had a job like that uh-huh. for any actor.
1: Yeah. The,
9: down the line, 20 years later, people still remembering the series and yeah. your contribution to it. It's an honour, really, a thrill. Yeah. It was a real treat and a real privilege, I think, Um And who knew, you know, when my nieces and nephews uh, (laughs) persuaded me that it was the best thing going. uh, They were right. I've loved it.